Hey folks, this is the Biscuits and Gravy Show and his mic's already up because we're doing something we've never done before. Take a guess, Jim. What are what is it? You look like a captain with one eye there. Um, what is it we've never done before? Dueling video. Dueling video. Right. Yep. Um, we have <laughs> we have never done this split screen. We're still and looks like Christie's in the house. Let's see. All right, two-headed monster. She says that's about right, isn't it? Scary stuff. Monster. Wonder which one of us is the monster. All right, we got five in the house now already. And and in case you're wondering what tonight's beverage of choice is, this is it right here. Water. Nothing but good old H2O. H2O. That's right. So, Jim, on a what are you drinking? I used to ask that. Mountain Dew voltage thing. Is it a mix? Is it your own blend of carbonated poisons? (laughs) It's 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 whatever the blue Mountain Dew voltage thing is. Okay, I think I've seen that before, but I dare not try it. Dare not try it. So on a scale of one to ten, how's your beverage drinking week, man? That sounded bad. But to turn me into a two-fisted drinker. No. Okay. Everybody knows we're both. Uh, teetotalers, right? I'm trying to adjust my Absolutely. Camera. Well, yeah. when I need something a little stronger, it's coffee. Or cough syrup, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, that's if it's really been a bad week. Absolutely. Zach and uh, Katie's <laughs> in the house. Connie Cooper. Hi. She says, hi, gentlemen. How do, I, I got to ask, how, is, how do you all like the split screen? I, I had to send Jim a camera this week. Because he, uh, yeah, he requisitioned it from the biscuits and gravy department. How do you like this? You finally get to see what Jim looks like. Hope you're not too disappointed. That he's, frightening. Isn't that he's it? better looking than me. The thing is, the thing is, Jason. If you're going to tell lies, you have to make them believable. Yeah, you've been going to the Obama School of Research, right? <laughs> I got there you go. All right. Uh, taking care of the business this week at hand. Don't forget, um, the sponsor of the Biscuits and Gravy Show is SudsySoapery.com and my Sudsy Crate. I got a package in uh, today, and I sent out two packages today. Jim, you did not know this. Um, one is to a faithful listener that you and I both know. I'm not going to say her name over the radio. I just <laughs> said half of it, right? I'm not going to say this individual's name over over the broadcast, uh, but she will, will be getting a, a package within a couple of days. I sent another package, the first prize winner, to another family of listeners. And uh, because I ordered it and it said Amazon Prime, I thought it would be there in two or three days. Apparently, you can order something on Amazon Prime and it be shipped from China and it takes a month. I didn't know this until after I got the email saying my order was being processed. So Now, now do the... Do the Chinese actually deliver it? I mean, is there a little guy named Chang that comes to your doorstep and says, Ni ma? Yeah, it might be a drone or something made in China that, you know. They they oh, were talking about that for a while, having the drones deliver Amazon packages. I think that's, I don't think I remember that. I saw I, some of the video on uh, YouTube. That stuff mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah, I think, I don't know how feasible that would be. Do you? As if you guys didn't know who we were. I'm putting our names up there. I don't think that would be feasible. I bet it would just not really work too well. Anyway, you'd end up you, you would end up with some uh, air traffic issues, I think, at some point. Well, I know right now, if you want to fly drones commercially, you have to 
take a course and get licensed, actually, which is crazy. If you oh, want to, do, if you want to do it as a hobby, you can fly around, take pictures, whatever. But if somebody pays you to take pictures of their business with a drone, you have to get FCC licensing. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. So anyway, check that out. How are you- they? Are, are they maybe anticipating that uh, if you're doing it commercially, there's going to be a lot more traffic than if you're just doing it as a hobby? That very well could be. That's a good get, good good I'm question. Just, I don't know. I'm just know. just thinking out loud. Right, which we tend to do a lot. And that's when I hear bees <laughs> buzzing in my head, but that's a whole other story. Uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, mysudsysopery.com and mysudsycrate.com. Don't for, or no, sudsysopery.com and mysudsycrate.com. The checkout code is always the word Jason for a healthy 10% discount. Now, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. If you go to My Sudsy Crate right now, starting tomorrow and through Sunday, don't use the code Jason. It'll show you a code when it pops up. If you use that code, I think the code is time change, then you get 24% off your order. How cool is that? That's a clean order. That's a clean deal right there, no pun intended. Yeah. So, whoa. Yeah, I'm I'm moving my camera around. Not getting a good angle. I don't. And like I've been and, and I've been using and I've been using my Sudsy Soapery products, yeah. and 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 I'm and I'm digging those. They're they're really cool. I they sent me in the last package, a bar of soap, shampoo soap. I love that too. So anyway, let's get on with it. Uh, let's see. That's pretty much it. We've got donkey basketball coming up on the three set uh, March seventeenth. That's pretty much it. So let's go ahead and let's get into the the fun stuff, Jim. Uh, we'll get into the quotes okay. and the trivia. Now, folks, since we're using this system, unfortunately, I have to report my funny little goofy sound clips uh, are, are not, you won't hear them. I apologize for that. There you go. Now, oh, see, you do hear them. There they are. Jim Jim will be over there. Jim will be the, the 1920s silent movie sound man over there. Right? <coughs> We had a girl in college that used to kind of pretend she was doing that. Do you remember that? Denise? You don't remember. We'll talk later. I don't remember I don't remember her doing that. Okay, yeah. She used to play in the style of the old time. Oh. You know, they would have the piano player during the silent movies play in according to whatever was oh, on the screen. She could do that. Yep. Um, let's see. I've got some pretty good quotes. This is a great one. I love this one. George Bush. George uh, uh, W. Bush. <laughs> He said this, and it's kind of funny. I remember meeting a mother of a child who was abducted by the North Koreans right here in the Oval Office. I think that's a run-on sentence, right? Yes. Yeah. It, punctuation. It'll it'll save you every time. Yep. Fingerprints are like values. You leave them over everything you do. Elvis Presley. You had some Elvis Presley trivia for me last week, so... Somebody by the name of Ambrose Bierce with a B. Lottery is a tax on people who are bad at math. <laughs> there you go. It's true. It's true. Uh, Albert Einstein. I've tried to live by this one. Never memorize something that you can look up. And somebody by the name of Anonymous, we've quoted him before, says a best friend is like a four-leaf clover, hard to find and lucky to have. It's true. True. Even though we don't have that many, because we're always, you know, hey, here's my shout out for the week, Christy. <laughs> no, I'll give, Je- I'll, I'll do Jim Worley, guy I used to sit by in church years and years ago. So, hey, Jim, nice to see you aboard there. So, um, 
Jim, do you have your, your quotes ready for me? Let's do your quotes. I, I do. And then do you have your trivia ready? I do, actually. I found it. Okay, cool. Go ahead with your quotes. And the, and the, and the, and the world breathed a sigh of relief. And collective sigh of relief. A collective sigh of relief. Yes. All right, go ahead with your quotes. Um, one, of my, one of my favorite poets, Rainier Maria Rilke, once said, Love consists of this, two solitudes that meet, protect, and greet each other. Oh, nice. uh, Nicholas Sparks said, love is like the wind. You can't see it, but you can feel it. Okay. And Franklin P. Jones, I don't know. I'm in a mood. It's a mood. Uh, it's spring. I don't know. Uh, Franklin P. Jones says, love doesn't make the world go round. Love is what makes the ride worthwhile. Nice. And uh, if you need another love quote, Charles Schultz. Let that one sink in for a second. All you need is love, but a little chocolate now and then doesn't hurt. That's true. Sometimes Oscar Wilde says <laughs> Go ahead. chocolate. Yeah. Um, Oscar Wilde says to live is the rarest thing in the world. Most people exist. And that is all. And uh, another one from from our mutual friend Anonymous. Yeah. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. That's true. I've heard that um, in a lot of business calls, and I'm I'm still trying to adjust. Yes. There we go. That's a little bit better. I like that. That's a little better. Um, I'm real self conscious about my double chin. That's what that's all about. <laughs> so anyway, that's why I grow a beard. Right? <laughs> why Jim grows a beard? There's our title. <laughs> okay. <laughs> why so, Jim grows a beard? Yep. There we go. Because he has more chins than the Chinese phone directory. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Andre Andre Gid uh in Autumn Leaves said it is better to be hated for what you are than to be loved for what you are not. It's better to be hated for what you are and than that, to be loved for what you are not. Okay. Andre yeah. died in Autumn Leaves. I might have to check that book out. Okay. Uh <laughs> let's see. Jim, I've got eight trivia questions Sorry. for you. Eight. Eight, yes. Well, for, fortunately, I came prepared for you. Okay. All right. Are you ready for this one? I, I tried to pick some that were kind of in your uh, realm of expertise. And uh, I had to get two thimbles. No, just kidding. Um, you'll wake, You'll get that later and call me in the middle of the night and go, hey. <laughs> I'm hey, still wait waiting. a second. Yeah, I'm still waiting for a response. Okay, according to at least William Shakespeare... What was the name of the sword that was born by Mark Antony? Ten seconds on the clock. Wasn't wasn't Excalibur supposed to have descended from antiquity? Antiquity. This has nothing to do with Excalibur or the Knights of the Round Table. Uh, remember who Mark oh, Antony no. was? Ye what, yes. What was the name of his sword? Three seconds on the clock. I don't. I don't know. It was called the Philippin. The Philippin. Yes. P-H-I-L-I-P-P-A-N. Philippin. Did that did that name have a meaning? I'm sure it does. <laughs> so oh, okay. <laughs> so let's see. Jim just got his phone to use Google. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Josh Gerald's in the house, one of my former officers. All right. Uh, no, that's, that's Jason's trivia questions. I'm armed and ready. Right. Okay. Yeah, Dawn says that's the 
She was talking about your definition of insanity. She said that's a good reason not to clean house, doing the same thing over and over. That's pretty good. Okay, f- here's another good one. What talking sword was taken from the Formorians by the Irish god Agba, according to the Book of Invasions? Wow. Yeah, I had to dig deep the for these, but I really thought you would have this. Maybe I dug too deep. Maybe just a bit. Um, okay. I remember some stuff about singing swords, but um, for for talking ones, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm struggling there. Orna, O R N A. I won't dig so Orna. Good next time. Yeah, next time I'll try to find swords that are in Disney movies or something. <laughs> okay. Here's a, okay, hitting a little closer to home. We could go a little deeper than Disney. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, how about this? You'll like this one. For the scene at the Nazi rally in Berlin where Indiana Jones confronts Elsa and steals back his diary, Steven Spielberg had all of the extras do what when they performed the Nazi salute? You you won't see it in the screen. Uh, Cross their fingers behind their back? (laughs) You absolutely got that right. That's right. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> that makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah, doesn't it? Was, I was shooting in the dark on okay. that one. Here's another Irish question for you. Not not quite so difficult. In 1953, well, actually, I don't think he was Irish, but he played a part in a, in a movie about the Irish. That's where I'm getting at. In 1953, he entered the Mr. Universe contest finishing third in the tall man's division. There's another hint. He later played the lead in Darby O'Gill and the Little People, a Disney movie, by the way, Jim. And he also formerly worked as a coffin polisher. Who was he? I know you got this. Ten seconds on the the virtual clock. Come on. I'm going to guess. Go ahead. Danny Kaye? No. Nope. I'll give you five more seconds. Ah! Darby O'Gill and the Little People, a Disney movie. It was not Danny Kaye. Okay, you ready? Let's see, nobody else is guessing. Dick it. Van Dyke. No. He he liked his beverages, shaken, not stirred. Really? really? Sean Connery? Yes, yeah, Sean Connery. Yes. I did not know that he entered the Mr. Universe contest. Okay, here's a... Neither did I. Here's one you should know. Why is the TARDIS is the TARDIS shaped like a police box? Come on. Ah, because the chameleon circuit uh, got stuck. Impressive. That is correct. <laughs> okay. Here's another Irish question for you. In the Irish surname, what does the syllable Mac mean? M-A-C. I know you know this one. Uh... And no, it does not mean cheese. Okay. Right, mac and cheese. Um, Put your phone down. <laughs> I know his... No, 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 no. I'm, I'm playing fair. Okay. Um, historically, uh-huh. I, I don't know what the etymology of the actual word means. I'm, uh, I'm thinking Don's probably right on that. But historically, what it indicated was is that they had taken the Irish from Northern Ireland, the English wanted to confuse the loyalties so that they could end up in control, and they took Irish from Northern Ireland, stuck them in Scotland, and Scottish, and took them to Ireland, and so the the interchange, they became the mix and the max. 
Right. Um, at least historically, that. But Don that's is what that correct. About. But I think Don, I think Don was right on the actual meaning of the word. Yep. Yep. All right. Okay. Next question. What was the ship Carpathia known for? Carpathia. I know this. Ten seconds on the clock. Is that the one in? Is that the ship? That's not the. That's not the one that took um, the main character to. uh, Nope. Transylvania. In in uh, Bram Stoker's. This was a real life. That was my. I I know. I know. I know it, but I can't. I give you a hint. Um, okay. A lot of cold water involved. Three seconds on the clock. Is that is that the sh- that was involved in the crash, wasn't it? What crash? The crash of nineteen twelve. Wink, wink. Le- was that the Lusitania? No, but you're getting warmer in the colder water area, and now it's time to move on, Jim. It was the ship okay. that picked up the survivors from the Titanic. Okay. Oh, now this yes. is a this isn't an Irish question, but this might have something to do with your family or your or your ancestors. I don't know. In the Battle of Santa Cruz de Tenerife, what did Lord Horatio Nelson lose? Okay, ten seconds on. I want to. I know his what, life. No. 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 No, no, no. Okay. Five seconds. I'm going to see if anybody else has gotten it. Mm-hmm. No. Christy Ryle says his mind. No. I'm not. It's not coming. Okay. He lost his right arm. He lost his right arm. He, uh, I, he also lost in I one should of have the guessed. battles one of his eyes. Interesting st- historical story along with that. He was once given a- an order via a flag signal to retreat. Lord Horatio Nelson hated to retreat. He saw it, but then he acted like he didn't by putting his telescope up to his blind eye and then turning to his aide and said, I'm sorry, I just don't see the signal. <laughs> yeah. Good right? stuff right there. Well, Jim, that's my eight. What do you got for me? My my excuse is is that I researched it and we're actually not related, so oh. that didn't come through the family history. <laughs> well, yeah. um, let's see here. I've got six questions for you. Let her rip. Um, okay. Which movie did Elvis not refuse to watch later in life? Oh, I know this one. Did he not refuse to watch? Or did he did refuse? Yeah. To in watch. other words, it, it, no, no, no. Uh, what? Oops. What movie did he not refuse to watch? So it would have been getting his... the idea that he refused. Oh, he was... refused to watch most of them, but this is one that he watched. Oh, so I assume it was one of his own movies. Yes, yes, that's what we're talking about. Um, boy. Now, if you'd ask me which ones. He did refuse to watch. I would have guessed that, but I'm, I'm going to have to take the buzzer on this one. I don't know. Uh, Charo, which is actually a really good movie, um, and I can kind of understand why that 
was because it's the only movie um, besides Flaming Star, there was two movies, that he did not sing in. He just sang the title theme song. Charles a Good Western. It had Victor French in it. Victor French was the guy that played Mr. Edwards on uh, on uh, Little House on the Prairie. Remember him? And he played uh, Michael Landon's sidekick right? on... Um, what was that show he did about the angels? Something... I, I don't remember. What was it? Heaven? Something? Highway to Heaven. Highway to Heaven. Yeah. Highway so, to... Yeah. Yeah. Not the song. You were going to break out in song, weren't you? Okay. Christ, Christy Ryle no, said no, Jailhouse no, Rock, but that was one that he actually refused to watch because his his uh, co-star in that movie was, at, and I can't think of her name, was killed, uh, I think, just prior to be it, it being released. And he and her had become fairly good friends, and so it kind of hurt him to watch that. All right, got another one for me, Jim. I do. My my phone just malfunctioned, but I've at least got one memorized for it while I'm trying to look for it. Um, what movie... These, these are all Elvis movie questions. Boy. What movie did, did Kirk Douglas get to kick the king? I know this one. It happened at the World's Fair, 1963 or 64. You are right, sir. Yeah, I think it was... Uh, now, if I can find... I think they might have recorded in 63, but it was they were filming at the exact same time that the World's Fair actually took place in Seattle, Washington. So, yep, that was Kurt Russell. All right, now what are you doing? I'm trying to pull my stuff back up because it disappeared on me. I, okay. I had it, and then it blew up, and no. Well, that's okay. That's okay. If you're ready to get into the biscuit I'll page, you. we can do that. Tell you what, let me call tech support. Tech support. Tech support. <laughs> Ellie. Ellie. Like Athena call. Nick, 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 Nick. Tell her she, she's got to speak with that Come accent here, to fix the computer. You got problem? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, oh, if you're man. good. Don't here, get me sweetie. started. Um, tech support's coming in. <laughs> now, if you, yeah, if, you, if you're going to be my tech support, you have to speak with an accent. <laughs> Pardon me. Thank you very much. Do you speak Hindustani? Because you are Do my favor, friend. Sweetie. You forgot that part. Because you are my friend. Um, can you find on here my screenshots? Okay. Screenshots. Do for me what you can. We're gonna we're okay. gonna move on, and I'm gonna try to come back with some trivia questions for All right. Jason. Anyway. All right. Let's get into some biscuits because I've actually got a lot in this tracker for us to talk about this week. So, um, anyway, um, we. I guess you heard uh, Trump has got a new travel ban that replaced the old one that was knocked down by the federal judge. You heard about that? There's a new one in. I've I I heard something about it. I I wish Chez was uh, on, and now I'm trying to pull it up. And, and you know, here's the thing: my my computer's doing all these weird pop up things, and it blocks the stories, and it's not letting me get rid of the pop up. So I guess we're not going to be able to discuss that one. Um, but supposedly this one here is supposed what. to be a little bit more sound. Yeah. I go go ahead finish that one. Well, this, Ellie helped me out, and I've got my oh okay great. Well, back. I guess this new one's supposed to be a little bit more sound, a little bit more uh, liberal judge proof. So we'll wait and see what happens with that. Um, okay, go ahead, give me your trivia. I'm ready. Okay. Um, the the leading lady. The leading who lady. gave Elvis his first on-scene kiss. You're asking me who she was. If you want, I who she who was she? Um, 
if you if you if you need a list, I've I, got a list of three to choose from. Uh, give me the. Th okay, I think I know the movie. Um, it was the Civil War movie. I'm wanting to say Loving You. Um, give me the give me the three to choose from. I need. Okay, these are these are the names of the of the the leading ladies. Um, hands are off the phone. Okay, no, me. I'm talking hands about hands are okay. No, <laughs> I'm not. Hands answers. up and whistle. No answers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hand check. Some anyway. All right. Um, the three. Deborah. Deborah. Pa Deborah Paget. Dolores Hart. Or Jaina Lund. Um, it was one of the first two. I'm going to go with the first one. Deborah Pageant. And I'm wrong. Actually, it was Jaina Lund. Oh, okay. And at least, okay. At least by, according by the way, to the information that I have. Jim, I had a complaint about you last week. Yeah. You did? Yes. The, the town that Elvis Presley was from, you totally slaughtered the name. And I knew it, but I didn't catch it until after I went back and listened to the show. Do you remember the name of the did town? I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do not. It was, you, you pronounced it Tupelo. And it was Tupelo. <laughs> just Tupelo. Had to, Tupelo. Okay. Yeah, just had to give you a little bit of razz. Just a little bit. So. My apologies to the fine people of Tupelo. <laughs> All right. Okay, what's your next Facebook, uh, and, your, and your, your next trivia question? Apparently, Elvis was involved in a talent show and won, won a prize. What was the prize? The prize... Boy, I, I remember reading about and the if talent you want, show. It if was you want, if go ahead, if give you me need the, the hint. Give me the three. I'm th I'm thinking it's tickets to something, but go ahead and give me the three. Okay, a sports car, a pool table, or a honeymoon trip. Okay, so apparently this was those were the three. This was not the same talent contest I was thinking of when he was like eight years old. I'm going to say a pool table. It was a honeymoon trip. Really? Okay. Unless unless my unless my Elvis movie trivia from angelfire.com <laughs> has got it wrong. Well, you know, Abraham Lincoln said, said if you read it on the internet, it's gotta be true, so Okay. Yeah. Well, and Abraham Lincoln could never tell a lie. Um Yeah. In which film did Elvis play a dual role? Oh, I, Wild in the Country. I've got Kissing Cousins. No, you're right, Kissing Cousins. See, the genre of that movie was very, very close. Uh, it was set in a farm, rural setting, and that's what threw me off. Okay, can you tell me what movie did Elvis Presley uh, was he trained by Charles Bronson? Yeah, you don't know this one. As 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 a character in the movie, or yeah, as a character, would that have been? Kid Galahad? You got it. Hey, give your give yourself a slap on the back. You got it. Yep, you got it. You didn't think I was gonna get that. No, one. I didn't. <laughs> nope. All right. Good job. Okay. You I, have you have another I learned a little I learned a little bit of something when I uh, go to prepare my questions for you. Right. right. Um What what amazes me uh, and almost ashames me is how much of this I do know. <laughs> Uh, who once portrayed the mother of a character played by Elvis? What actress Angela played Lansbury. the mother? 
Nothing but net. Swish. <laughs> you got it. And incidentally, she was only like 12 years older than he was. If even that. Maybe not. Or maybe it was eight. I'll have to look that up late, later. Is that all you got for me? Can we move on to the biscuits yeah. or do you got more? You got more? No, let's go to the biscuits. Okay. All right. So uh, we talked about the travel ban. Did we talk about last week the illegal that was apprehended while... Ta oh, we didn't, but we talked about something similar. Uh, the illegal alien that was apprehended while taking his kids to school. And the liberals are way up in arms about this because he's a father. He's a family man. We talked about that last week, uh, about people in those same cer certain circumstances. You remember that? Yep. Yep, about... Should the fact that you have a family be a get out of jail card? And um, the interest. Nope, you're you're the one who chose to put your family there. Okay, it it shouldn't be a it, an issue. I mean, once you do, you, you don't get out of jail for free if you got dope in your car and you get stopped or whatever. But anyway, here's a case in point. Exactly what we were talking about last week, where the liberals are up in arms uh, because this individual broke the law. He's been in America for 20 years. He's got four children. And he's had a deportation, a de deportation order since 2014. And he just hasn't been caught. Well, now he's caught. So, anyway, moving right along. So, did you hear about who is the next uh, nominee for the, uh, what do you call it, the Nobel Peace Prize? Did you hear who's the latest nominee for that? I'm scared to ask. Take a guess. Is it, is it good or is it bad? Well, it's good, I guess. Oh. I guess. Um, okay. The, uh, okay. Yeah. The man with the funny hair. Uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but here's here's my question. Oh, really? I, yeah. I I was given okay. an, I was given an award once, Man of the Year for a certain place, and I was totally honored to receive it. The next time it was awarded, I was asked to present it to the new person who was getting it. My problem was was that the new person receiving that award was a complete scoundrel, a liar, corrupt as could be, a public official. Jim, I just couldn't do it. I didn't even show up. I just told him I wasn't available to do that. Would you have done something similar? <laughs> so so let me get this straight. You beat out you beat out somebody that was just a complete scoundrel. So it no. basically was a wash is what you're telling no, me. No, no, I got the award one year and then the next year I had to present it to this other guy. I was supposed to present oh. it to him because he won it the next year. And I couldn't do it because he was a, a, a scoundrel, a corrupt politician. I just couldn't do it. So I just backed out. I gracefully said I could. What I could have done, I guess, is gone up there and roasted him and made it seem like a joke. And then if anybody asked me about it later and said, no, I meant every single word I said. <laughs> so right. that's what I could have done, you know. Uh, but the man carried a gun for a living, so maybe it's a good thing I didn't. So... I guess you know yesterday, too, was the National A Day Without a Woman Day. What's your thoughts on that one? Be nice. Uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I've heard too many jokes. Right. You know, like like the, like the one about proof that there'll be no women in heaven. I'm afraid to ask what the, where that one goes. Yeah. John said that there was silence in heaven for the space of half an I hour. I see where you're going. Never mind that. moving right along. Right. No, I was glad <laughs> um I was glad that some women showed up at work <laughs> yesterday because uh, they brought cookies. So um no, seriously. Right. But seriously. And and I will say this, I have the utmost respect for women <laughs> and I I have learned my lesson. You know where I'm going with this, don't you? 
<laughs> go right ahead. All right, yeah. When when you're out with a woman, it doesn't matter who she is. You should always show the utmost respect. Open her door for her. Open the car door for her. Don't do like I did and just go ahead and swim straight for the surface. Right. But I'm right. ching. Anyway, yeah, that's what I get for watching too many uh-huh. Emo Phillips videos on YouTube this week, I guess. So no, but seriously, offer to get her a gopher. Oh yeah, we were going to talk about gophers tonight. Now there's a subject that could take up the rest of the show. You saw my fo- Facebook okay. post on that, right? That I wanted to discuss gophers. Did you no. see that? Yeah, I posted that this this today that I wanted to talk about gopher appreciation. Wow. Yeah. Now, see, now, this has been kind of like a private joke between me and Jim because it started with something that happened to me. Um, what? Oh, good grief! I was. Oh, I was. I was still. I was a police officer, so I had to have been at least twenty-eight years old. I was out with a group of people, young lady that I was rather interested in. We were at a zoo. Uh, this was the first time I'd been, <laughs> first and only time I'd really been out with this individual, and just being goofy, my silly redneck self, I offered to jump the fence at the zoo and retrieve her for her own personal possession, a gopher. And looking back on it, I think I do remember the look she gave me. A day or two later, in in church, I asked her for her phone number, and her response was the typical uh, Baptist rejection, you know, I'll have to pray about that. And I'm sorry, ladies, let me give you a little lesson. When you say that to most men, that you've got to pray about something like that? No, you don't, because your prayers were just answered. The guy is not going to have anything else to do with you, ever. Would you agree with me, Jim? Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, and, and it's and it's not a commentary on her spirituality. It's the fact that she'll use spirituality as a cover for just saying simply thanks, but no thanks. Ooh, ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I got nothing on that one. But you're—I think you're right for the most part. I think you're right for the most part. But here's uh, no. I mean, I mean, if it's if it's genuine, then it's genuine. But if it's not, then uh, yeah. Right. No, I, I'm sorry. Then don't go there. I, I don't think that could be a genuine response. I really don't. Just because you're you can't learn from anything about a person just after one date or one outing. You can't. Um. <laughs> Not with me, anyway. <laughs> um, that's the truth, and I don't, and especially not with you, Jim. Although, although you, <laughs> yeah, although you and I both know somebody. I'm not going to say his last name, but his first name was Philip. I, I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. Yep. I see that smile on your yep. face. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a I while, Philip, you got, you got to. Philip was fun people. Philip was Philip. Let's face it. Before I arrived at the dormitory, Philip had already told six, yeah, count them, six young ladies that God had told him that they were to be his wife. I, I remember hearing about this. This that, occurred before I came. That they were that they were intended from on high, and, and in order to be obedient servants of God, they needed to marry. Philip. Now that's a big gopher. That's a big gopher. The point, that is a big gopher. Now that that's not the kind of gopher you want to bring home. No, but here's the no. Here, and, and can you can you blame a girl for? And Dawn is right. She yeah. was one of those. Yep. So, so she knows exactly who I'm talking about. And the thing is, is what's a girl supposed to do in that situation when the guy just 
pulled a great big whammy like that, except to play it right back on him and go, yeah. I'm going to have to pray about that. That's not just a gopher. That's a gopher with rabies right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but, um, so here's the thing. <laughs> Getting back to the original intent of this particular conversation, I think there's something to be said. A woman should appreciate a man who offers to get her a gopher. And, and I mean that in a figurative uh, form of speech. When I say get a gopher, right. he's dropping his dignity a notch for showing a moment of a sense of humor, showing a moment of saying, hey, you know what? I feel comfortable with you that I'm, I'm going to I'm just going to be myself for just a minute, you know, and, and go from there. So that's that's what I think about uh, go for appreciation, you know. That's uh, I'm I, I'm gonna humiliate myself just a little bit, just a little bit, yes. to entertain you and see because if, I like you that much. Yeah, and see if I see what kind of smile or yeah. reaction I can get from you. Yeah, absolutely. And and the wrong response is I'm gonna have to pray about this. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah. That's that's girls, just, ladies. That's getting a gopher for your gal. Yep. Maybe that's the new headline: getting a gopher for your gal. I like that. So, yeah, we've talked about gophers. Oh, speaking of that day without woman, here's some things I read. Kind of sad. The Washington Post reported that a D.C. metro area public school district canceled its classes March 8th after more than 300 faculty members requested the day off, apparently to participate in a day without a woman, which, by the way, translates to me a day with the remote control, but that's another story. Um, because of the school closings, parents in the area were left without childcare. Some teachers were even worried about how low-income families who often rely on school for their children's afternoon meals would manage. Some of the schools opened up just for the afternoon meals, which I think is very admirable. Of our, I don't, I don't have too many good things to say about the public school system across the country in general, but I think that's very admirable. Uh, the call to stand together only created yep. problems as most women, especially single mothers, needed to work to provide for their families. We're actually probably causing a lot of working women to scramble for child care, and some of them are minimum age workers, said one teacher who spoke anonymously, of course. A lot of them lost a day's pay. I think that's the form of a protest that they used to do in Africa by throwing a, a rubber tire around their neck and lighting it on fire. Makes a lot of smoke and it stinks. But it ends up killing you, you know. Do you remember reading about that in the seventies and eighties? The apartheid uh, protest. Yep, they called it neck, 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 necklaces. They called necklaces. it necklaces. Yeah, neck, necklacing. Yeah, that's right. Yep, something yep, you'll never see here on the biscuits and gravy video feed. By the way, I like Christie's response. She should have jumped the fence with me. You know, I I, I wasn't going to bring this up, but I will. I've got a cousin named Jeremy. And him and his wife are constantly getting gophers for each other, and they're doing it on Facebook. And it, their profiles, the two of them individually, are the funniest profiles I've ever seen. i seen one where he tagged his wife and said, Honey, I'm not feeling good. I'm upstairs in bed, and it's lonely. Please come up. P.S. Bring the gummy bears. You know? <laughs> He's just being... Just kidding, you know, but... They do stuff back and forth with each other like that that is just absolutely crazy. She posted a picture of Fabio with a shirt ripping open and stuff, you know, and said, this is what I see when my husband walks in the door with moose tracks. You know, so, moose tracks ice cream, you know. So just, she really comes up with some good ones. 
those two are chocolate. Are, yeah, yeah, they're, they're absolutely hilarious. And and you know it's not and, and I like the fact that they have their own Facebook pages. It's not one of these combined, you know, like some couples do. They have, you know, you, my sister's got one of them, Mitch and Jill. You know, there's been a lot said about that. I don't care one way or the other if you got your own Facebook or if you want to do it with your spouse. Spouse, either way. The only thing I don't like about that is sometimes I. It's confusing to me as to who actually posted it. Did your wife post this or did your husband post this? Because you're both sharing the same page. Right. Yeah. So anyway, there's that. At least, at least sign off on that stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's one way to do it. Yeah. I was reading a story earlier this week, and I'm not really going to talk about the story, but all these schools and and public courthouses and everything that they're getting sued because they've got the Ten Commandments on their property. I got a solution around that. If the individuals in the houses that lived around these areas would put them in their yard, nothing could be done. What do you think about that? I like it. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to put. I like it. I'm going to put in the link a place where you can buy those signs. Pretty cheap. On Amazon, too, at that. Speaking of Amazon, New Mexico has done something I do not like. I do not like it all. I just started to feel like uh, Dr. Seuss. Starting April 1st. I was say. <laughs> yeah, right. I do not like it. I do not like it at all. At all, I do not like it. And Yoda, too. There we go. They uh, are. Put your weapon. I mean, you know how. Taxes will I not pay. That's what they're doing. Taxes will I not pay. They are starting to charge New Mexico residents sales tax. Um, I've heard two different stories on this. One says 5%, one says 7 Either way. Now, I get that we are one of, right now, we're one of six states that does not pay sales tax on Amazon. But, you know, it hurts to lose that status when you're living there, you know. Will I still shop on Amazon? Probably not as much as I used to. I don't know. I've, I've even considered canceling my Prime account. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. I'll, I'll see what the taxes are next time I go to place an order. Um, I do like it because I can order stuff and send it straight out to a listener if I'm doing a prize or something like that. So that does make it a little easier. Maybe I will keep it. What do you think, uh, Jim? I you mean, look, you make... look like you've just eaten a rotten banana. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. If, if okay, let's say hypothetically that the purchase is being made from, I don't know, Wisconsin. Let's, let's say that the place where you're buying the thing from is in Wisconsin. And as part of their requirements they had to charge you sales tax as part of doing business i wouldn't argue with that however if if your local state decides they want to double dip on that right or or even get in on it listen they weren't doing business in your state what business do you think you have right deciding you're going to regulate a business well is actually Based in another state. Well, from what I understand, it, it there, there is a the federal law that says if they do business in your state, then they can charge taxes. However, Amazon at this current time does not have a business facility in the state of New Mexico. That's that could change well, in the near go. future. That could be why they're doing this, getting a jump on it. Um, but from what I have read, what I understand, and I could be wrong, so correct me if anybody knows if I'm wrong, is that Amazon has done this voluntarily, not because of a state regulation at this time. So that kind of tends me to believe that it's a possibility that they're going to open up a warehouse here or something in the near future. 
Maybe you'd kind of like it's one of those things that you'd kind of like to know because you just get sick and tired of the government encroachment into everything. Right. Yep. Yep. So there we go. Okay. I think Jim. I think Jim that it's time to get into a little gravy. All right. All right. Now you know we've got this segment that Joe, that guy Martin, gave us the good deed of the week, and it's so hard to find those these days. But I found one, Jim, and this one almost made me cry. Um, it, it, it really did. Uh, this comes from the Conservative Tribune. Not every thief leaves a note for their victim, let alone a $5 bill, but one boy, young boy in Washington State did. The note was so amazing that, uh, and thoughtful that the victim uh, would love for the chance to find the young boy who left it so he can re she can return his money. He wasn't even actually the thief. His little sister was. The note read, I'm sorry that we stole your wind chime. Our mom died, and she liked butterflies. Uh, so my sister took it and oh. put it by our window. I'm sorry, this is the only money I have. Please do not be mad at us. And signed it, Jake. It was little oh. boys. I know, right? It just breaks your heart. So, right. Um, let probably you know a seven, eight-year-old kid, only five, only money he had in the world. It just, man. And I think the good deed here is on his part and her part. She's trying to find him, give him his money back, and she then says, I want to buy you another wind chime so you both can have one in your window. You know, that's just... Joe, thank you. <laughs> for the, That was awesome. The, yeah, yeah, it was. I It really touched my heart. Okay, so uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I mentioned this last week on the show. And I tried to put a link to it in the uh, in the blog about the historical points of interest. And unfortunately, when I put the link in the blog, even if I sign out of Google, it goes to my invitation. So if you want the app, Historical Points of Interest, which is really awesome, Joe, Mar Joe that guy Martin, um, invented this thing. Uh, and I'll be using it probably tomorrow because I'm go or Saturday because I'm going on a day trip. Um, if you want this app, it's really cool. It's interactive. You can look at cool stuff and you can submit really cool stuff that automatically goes into the app. <clears throat> Send me your email uh, through a Facebook post, a Facebook message, whatever, your regular email address, and I will pass that on to Joe and he will get you an invite to that app. You cannot find the app in the in any app store. It's a private end of, in invitation. So that being said, Jim, I've got the app for the Biscuits and Gravy Show done. He showed me how to do this. I, I did it all this last week. Every saved and recorded episode that we have done is in the app. It's really cool. And it also gives you a way to send us a message. So, it, it's really cool. If you want that app, send me an email, and I will send you an invitation to that app as well. So, uh, let's see. What else we got here? Any comments in the chat room? I, I got bifocals and like half of them work. Hate to miss the rest, but need to sleep. Have a good night, Christy. Hasta la vista, or as my friend says, hasta la pasta. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Uh, the app review. Oh, we were going to talk about Hitler's telephone that went up for auction for $243,000. I you? had to tease you because when you mentioned it earlier, what was it, yesterday that we spoke? Uh-huh. You, you 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 called it Hitler's cell phone. I did, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Hitler never had a cell. He had a bunker, but he never had a cell, unfortunately. 
Um, but would you want something <laughs> you like that in your it. house? No. J- just think that the voice of Hitler digitized, went through those cables ordering the execution of millions of people. I wouldn't want that in my house. I'm not superstitious or no. anything, but I that thing creeps me out. I, I wouldn't want that. No. No, there's there's some bad mojo going now, on there. I wouldn't mind seeing it in a museum behind a, a a glass case or something like that. I'd be like, oh look, Hitler's cell phone. Keep walking, you know. And uh, but yeah, I'll <laughs> look a Japanese sword or whatever, you know. But to have that in your home, no, thank you. So uh, let's see what else we got. This is an interesting story. In 2004, UPS adopted a rather strange policy. No left turns. Have you ever tried to drive anywhere with no left turns? I have never tried to drive. I might try that. No, I have not. I'm having trouble speaking. Well, that's okay. I have Sometimes I have a hard time understanding you, but that's all those big words that you make up. <laughs> all those big words that I make up, right. yes. Yes. Uh, no, they apparently. See how you are. I don't know if this is true, but it's it says they have, and they've uh, saved on accidents. They've saved ten thousand gallons of fuel, twenty thousand fewer tons of carbon dioxide emitted. They say even more packages have been delivered. I might have to try that this week. No left turns. Mm. I'm sitting here thinking. Uh, let's see. To come out at one, well, yeah, I make a couple of left turns. I I couldn't do it actually if I pulled I'd, out of I'd, here and made a right turn. I would believe the um. I didn't. I believe the fewer accidents thing. Yeah, I do too because it's easy to get into an accident making a left turn. I've done it several times myself, and it didn't yeah, take the, very much effort at all. The rest of it, the rest of it, I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble picturing how the rest of it would work. But uh, saving from accidents is you crossing over additional lanes. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, strange laws for the week again, courtesy of Joe, that guy Martin. Uh, West Virginia, it is illegal to whistle underwater. You know, I used to say in Midwestern, I used to say at Midwestern, for every stupid rule we got, there's somebody stupid before us that did something stupid to create the stupid rule. There's a reason for that rule to be there. Right. That frightens me. Who was whistling underwater? Anyway. Um, let's see. The other... One is no member of the clergy. This one's in uh, West Virginia. Nicholas County, West Virginia. No member of the clergy is allowed to tell jokes or humorous stories from the pulpit during a church service. What do you think about that? Some of the funniest jokes yeah. I've ever heard were heard in a church service. I, I think th- most I think of the, the cleanest ones, who, too. Who didn't. Right. I think the girl who couldn't who couldn't take a couldn't take a, wanted to look a gift gopher in the mouth. Right. I'm pretty sure that uh, she she was the one who went to that church. Yeah, it could be or one or one like her. Who knows? Yeah. In all due respect, that young lady, um, still a friend of mine to this day. I have a lot of respect for. Her. Just something in the past. Um, but anyway, so let's move right along. Hope you grow. Some- <laughs> What's that? What's that, Jim? Never mind. Hope you grow a sense of humor. Hope you grow a sense of humor. You'll enjoy life more. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, so anyway, moving right along. Here's a here's the topic for next week. 
maybe we'll maybe we'll touch on it right now. Jim, what would you rather endure? A zombie apocalypse <clears throat> or an EMP? <sighs> See, out of the yeah. Those are those are both pretty tough because on the one hand, if you deal with the zombie apocalypse, you also have to deal with the possibility of people that you care about being infected with the with the virus or whatever it is that turns them into zombies in the first place. That would be very hard. Right. Flip side is okay. So the EMP takes place. Your technology goes away. I can kiss technology goodbye. That that doesn't trouble me. But what people turn into. Once technology goes away, they might as well be zombies. Oh, good point. Because techno see, zombies. Well, they 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 lose their minds. Well, they don't of- know how. I when we had now now you were you were in a different part of the country. I think when we had the great big uh, 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 blackout that took out like electricity in seven states. Okay, but um, but I was I was in the middle of that. Right. Um, people were getting a little nervous there. And you, I mean, people were mostly well behaved, but it was the scope of it and the length of it was such that people were starting to get a little nervous. As it happened, uh, I had uh, friends in from California. I have to tell the story because it's just fun. Uh, I, I still had supplies from Y2K when that happened. I think that was in 07. Are you kidding? I still have beef jerky from that. Right? Beef jerky. The but it was funny because they... Hit, lasts forever. I don't that's really. Right. That Neko. I don't think. That Neko's. Neko's? But, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. We had, we had friends that were calling... We had friends that were calling in and... Um, asking our guests are you okay are you okay we know that there's like seven states near and one of them that doesn't have electricity they started laughing and said you have no idea i've fallen in with the last boy scout right right yep so i'm hearing something in the background yeah i am too and i don't know what it is i think seth rolled over on the remote control <laughs> so i think that's what that is okay so and I, and I, there's nothing I can do about it at this point, so just bear with me. So, folks, I do have to. Not I want to give you all a fair warning. We've tried the split screen tonight. Um, we're not using our clean feed um, because we're working to get this show syndicated. We will have to go back to the clean feed. I'm afraid, Jim, the audio quality is just not there. Um, the picture's great, but unless we can figure out a way to get the clean feed into the picture. We'll work on it. Uh, I don't know that how much longer we'll be able to at least do the split screen. Uh, maybe Jim can have his camera on week one week, and then I can have my camera on another week, and then we'll go from there. Something. We'll figure something out. Wouldn't you agree, Jim? We'll figure something out. It's amazing how you can talk, and your lips don't even move. That's <laughs> like a kung fu movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, like the Godzilla movies, right? So, one of these days, I'm going to have to tell you a story about Godzilla and where I work. Uh, But anyway, I can't right now because I'd be violating policy. That, as strange as that sounds, it is very true. Um, And I could lose my job over it. Um, So, can't do it on the air. I'll tell you later, Jim. (laughs) It's hilarious. Yes, Godzilla exists where I work. Um, So, anyway... Well, Jim, I'm showing... I'll tell you what, we'll... Uh, uh, what are your plans this weekend? Let's do that, and then we'll close out. What are your plans this weekend? 
Just doing the whole working seven days thing. Yeah, I don't envy you there, but you got a break coming up, don't you? Didn't you tell me you had a break coming up in uh, April? Or your workload's yep. going to get a little uh, lighter? The workload's going to be a little bit lighter. Instead of working the 14-hour shifts on Saturday and Sunday, right? Um, I'll be moving down to eight hours a day on Saturday and Sunday. Right. Okay. Well, my plans are this week, uh, me, Seth, and my friend Mitch, is, uh, we are going to, I please don't come back and mispronounce this, Elephant Butte, New Mexico this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, everybody wants to do Elephant. that. Every, yeah. What? Yeah. So we're going up there. We're going to check out uh, parts of the Rio Grande River and uh, the lake up there because we are wanting to do a kayak trip. Now, theoretically, what we would like to do is go from Elephant Butte take the kayak down the Rio Grande to Las Cruces. We don't want to go to El Paso because there's things that happen on the border that we don't want to get involved in, um, like getting shot or getting accused of being a mule or a drug lord or something. No, we, we'll go as far as Las Cruces. But looking on a map, most of that river is never navigatable. It's uh, A lot of it's just dry, and we don't really feel like lugging kayaks down that river. So we're, we're going to go further north. There's some mild whitewater-type uh, rafting, uh, kayaking, and we should have a good time. So that's what we're going, not to do that this weekend, but going to scout it out and uh, check out some options. And we're also going to be going to uh, Sparky's Green Chili Cheeseburger Shack in Hatch. I think that's the name of it. Um, and, and checking that out. Anyway, Jim, it is time to say goodbye. I will say, uh, may your gophers be plenty. May your gophers be plenteous, um, and I hope you all have a great week. Jim, the last word, please. Please turn on the Amber Alerts on your phones, because the life you save may be something that you care about. Absolutely. <laughs>